This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. We've got a lot to get to. I am obviously not Jerry Callahan. Jerry is out with some vocal issues. He should be back in theory on Monday. Uh, but the world is going crazy, as proven by me doing this right now. But so let you know, there are some positive things still going on in this world. The American dream is still alive and well. What other country can you have a flat-chested man who his whole life has struggled and begged for attention and been a struggle, struggling actor, where he is now woman of the year? Let's just start off quick with a clip and then get to it. In this together. I know. Almost as profound as Shakespeare. But I, I wanted to give a quick shout out to some of the girls' girls in my life, both cis and trans, that have helped me break away from my scarcity and step into my womanhood. Firstly, my mom for navigating being the parent of a trans daughter while you are watching your child just get slammed by extremist media. She deserves a vacation and maybe also a Xanax. Um, the gals who waka, waka, me waka. and make me feel beautiful, Angie, Kelly, Donnie, and special shout out to the NYC glam dolls, Zenobia and Laurel, because dolls will always make you looking right. Am I right? To my life coach, Maury, who has cradled the many tears. To my agent, Steph, who has fought for me in an industry that can be deeply transphobic. To my best friend since we were 10, Lily, who is my date tonight. And my forever plus one, you are the kind of woman that I strive to be, and I cannot wait to eat room service with you at 4 a.m. later. To the non-binary and gender non-conforming friends in my life, Thank you for there's there's your 2023 woman of the year, Dylan Mulvaney. And you gotta respect Dylan's uh grift. I mean, he puts pretty much no effort into it, but if people buy it up, hook, line, and sinker. Uh Bud Light, you know, made him super famous, really put him on the map. That was the final step. But is anyone gonna ask, like, if you're gonna be woman of the year, if you're gonna, if you're gonna try, you know, there's eight-year-old kids out there trying to transition. Dylan just shaves once every three days. Puts on some lipstick, goes out in public, prances around. Like, when is this? If it, does it ever just run old? Yeah, oftentimes too. Like, uh, he'll he'll just have like a five o'clock shadow, and it's really disturbing. <laughs> it's mortifying. You know, I'm I'm Italian, so I know a lot of you know actual women who have five o'clock shadow, but they actually have breasts and stuff. So it kind of uh, kind of counteracts that. But, but yeah, we have to. We we would have to. Breasts aren't right gender exclusive. Mention woman of the year. Um, so. Today's one of two things. Friday the 13th or the day after Dylan Mulvaney made uh, female history. But it's not just any Friday the 13th. But what is going on in the world? Today is what? A call to Day of Jihad? Yep. Day of Jihad. Yep. So, and normally, uh, I wouldn't think too much into it because when terrorists say they're going to do something, it's just to, to, to freak you out a little bit. Usually terrorists, but you know. It's what they do best. They surprise you. Um, If they tell you what they're going to do, you can usually um, prevent anything that they are going to do. But recently they've just been running amok. So today's weird. We've had a lot of pundits like Dan Bongino, uh, Jack Posobich, kind of warning 
about this and say they don't take this lightly. Uh, something today could really pop off. And uh, the issues, as we know with this, is this country's been wide open. This border's been wide open for a while. Uh, border agents went from keeping our border secure to pretty much processing illegals, people from China, uh, people from the Middle East, Haiti, all over the place. So Lord knows what we have coming through our borders. And right now there is more hate in this world than there has been in a while. Uh, and I was told that if six years ago, if this orange guy got in office, he was going to start World War III. He was going to, you know, have more, 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 be more divisive than any, you know, anything. And from what we've seen in these college campuses recently and what we've seen across the globe, everything that they projected on Trump, of course, has come out to be uh, completely false. So you are in a much better situation. Oh, yeah, here you go. Get play, play on this. Come on, Ironhead. So if I'm not mistaken, is that Harvard? Um, I don't think this one was Harvard, but I, let me double check. Might be UC Berkeley. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's all right wherever it is. It's it's some university that I could not have gotten into 12 years ago for obvious reasons. But this is a this is a conflicting video. You look at the comments, and people are split uh, on this. Where do you where do you stand on this? On the whole thing. The college just, campuses, just saying, her, her, her crying and begging uh, for this to stop. That's probably how everyone feels, but it's gonna, it's not gonna, you know, accomplish goddamn anything. Well, it's not, <laughs> but also, you know, freedom of speech in this country covers good stuff and terrible stuff, and this, this is covered uh, under the laws of this country. So it is terrible to watch. I, I feel for these students. Oh, oh, but, oh, oh! I get what you're saying. She's trying to get the the protester the yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you meant like she was crying yeah, she's for the water. She, <laughs> she's saying I I don't feel safe. Put an end to this. And while I sympathize where she's coming from, they have every right to do what they're doing right there, as as vile as it may be. Um, you UW, where the hell is that? Let me see. University of Washington. Yep, University of Washington. What else would that have been? I don't f- know. <laughs> I have well, no idea. Could have been anything. Six thirty. We're gonna jot that down. This I, is a. We have kids. We have kids. Professional the country. Professional now. professional producers have a board where you just hit a flag button. I would know nothing. I would know nothing of the sort. Um, so, as I mentioned before, political sides right now, and this includes myself, um, are completely all over the place. Normally, for the past, I'll, since Trump, you can tell, Jerry included, that's a joke about Jerry, people like me, you can tell where we're going to fall on every story, and you'd hit at a 100% accurate clip. Right now, I find myself on both sides of the fence here, going back and forth with, um, like, oh, I actually agree with the left here. Like last night, uh, Cornel West, I think he's a fake um, presidential candidate right now, but everyone knows him. He's been around forever. He's known for the hair. Uh, he, who's that old? The Rodney King, the old boxing promoter. Mm-hmm. He's like him, but uh, he teaches college classes, actual college classes, unlike Biden. Uh, but he, he was on last night with, on Hannity, and him 
it was him versus two people. It was him versus Dershowitz and Handy. It was a super long clip, so don't play it. But they were having a pretty serious disagreement about what's going on and how this is just going to make things worse. And that uh, he was pretty much just saying that dead babies on both sides are equal. And uh, they weren't saying 100% directly, but they're saying, no, well, these dead babies for Israel are worse because they were. It's, it's a whole thing. But my, favorite, my favorite defense that I've seen so far with this whole uh, dead baby thing and like cutting the heads off, the, they'll find a charred body of an infant and they're like, clearly the head's still attached, so you're lying. Well, not only that, but did you see the Ben Shapiro charred infants? Yeah, I don't know why he's doing that. It's disgusting. Well, no, it's, it is gross, the intent. That's AI. It took the internet sleuths an hour to find the actual picture, and it's like a little crib with a little dog in it. Did he, did he know that when he posted it? I don't know, but he posted it and left it up for a while. He got community noted. <laughs> they were on him quickly. Community so, notes is my favorite thing about new Twitter. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a great feature. But the, yeah. the one thing I don't get, and I was explaining this to, to when I called him a shaddock the other day, is what's going on right now is horrific. It's horrific on all sides. There are plenty of bad things to share to really show how terrible this all is. Why do we need to exaggerate? Why do we need to create AI images? There's enough bad, authentic stuff going on. So unless you're on the ground there, you really can't tell what's real and what's fake, which is, is just bizarre to me. But can you play this AOC clip? And I'm going to get your take on it before I react. It states, our responsibility is to the stability and the security of the region. That means being able to support, uh, not support, yes, Israel in its defensive capacities, right? In its ability, in, in, in that context. But it also means that the United States has a responsibility to ensure accountability to human rights, to prevent the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians, and to ensure that horrors do not happen in the names of victims who do not want their tragedy used to justify further violence and injustice. Right. Beautifully said. <laughs> so she's getting killed for that. From she RP. should be. I don't th- I don't fully disagree with her there. I don't fully disagree with her, but you can't come up and be disingenuous and be like, we have to prevent ethnic cleansing when one side is literally all about that. Of course, of course. But then I, yeah, that, that ethnic cleansing is a, is a brutal. That's one she also loses. But they also that kind of hurts that clip. For, if you go back maybe six, six to eight months ago, she was literally crying. Oh, yeah. When uh, they upheld the funding to keep the Iron Dome going. And she was literally crying. So imagine they didn't have the Iron Dome, the destruction we'd have now. But. I don't know, just weird, weird clips like that, man. The Iron Dome, the going, Iron Dome was down. That's why it, it popped off the way it did. It, it was down. It's suspic- suspicious timing on that. We'll get into that in a second. But I don't think she's fully off there. I don't think Cornell West is totally off. What my favorite this instance so far of just sides being like, "Oh my god, maybe we were wrong," is David Weissman. Do you know David Weissman? Uh, I do know that name. Why am I know that if you, name? If you click on his profile, he probably has half a million followers. He's not exactly a Krasenstein level of uh, paid troll, but he's not far off. He's pretty good. He claims to be a former MAGA Republican. Oh, um, yeah. Turned, I, know, I know who that turned is. Turned liberal, yeah. and he posts propaganda. And, you know, three years ago, four years ago, he's out there with BLM attacking the right. There he is. He finally purchased a little BLM shirt. There he is, you know, posing for his little BM, BLM shirt. And now he's... You know what? Maybe, maybe the right was right about BLM. You know, maybe they were actually they they were what they they said they said they were. They were exactly everything they said we were. We let him off but the hook. Let him off the hook. Who's him? Is that Dennis Green? 
Yeah. 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 They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. Let them off the hook. So we were right about that. Probably probably took a lot for him to uh, admit that. The craziest thing about what BLM did, it was just a Chicago branch. I don't know how that organization works. Just I just know people at the top make a lot of money. Out of all the images you could have used to show your support for Palestine, you could have used the Palestinian flag. You could have used anything. You, you chose the special force paragliders coming in. That's really what they chose. I mean, that is terrifying. That's hateful stuff. That's terrifying. Yeah, that is some really distasteful, uh, hateful stuff. But I, I said I was not going to get too, you know, in the weeds with conspiracies. But um, the story's not even really a week old yet, and I, I have some questions. I mean, we'll know a lot more. Uh, going forward, and Chris Conrad, thank you for commenting. I think you're going to hate everything I'm about to say because you disagree with it yesterday briefly on the picks. But my whole thing that I'm having a, a hard time grasping um, with, with the start of this is if you ask anybody who vaguely follows politics or just knows what's going on in the world, when you think of world leaders technology, um, you think of Israel. Israel is the gold standard, always has, always will be. Um, yeah. Between the Iron Dome, which is, I think, a Raytheon product, but just everything they have there. I remember watching a video maybe 12, 14 years ago where they had this guy, they flew over there. I think it was HBO. Um, and then when the show, how advanced the technology is. And he, he's like, they gave him a key to the car, to any car. He gave him four cars. He gets in randomly. He's driving down the road. He's like, what, what's the point of this? He's driving down the road, like quarter mile, like 10 minutes later, the windows start going down. And he's like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden the car turns off. It's like, what? And they're, they're showing like, yeah, within, you know, two minutes, we can get access to all these cars and we can control them. We can track you without you being like, they've been ahead of this forever. Well, I so think the, fact the, the that, United States is there too. They just won't admit it. Oh, of course. They, they, they've been listening to, uh, you know, to our Alexis forever. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're there technology wise and they, they allow some of their checkpoints to be overrun. And then you look up in the sky and you see a bunch of these, you know, sheep, sheep herders coming through the, you know, machine guns on these paragliders. And then they were just able to just take over parts of Israel for, you know, four, five hours without really any resistance. Not only that, just absolutely butchering people, but then taking hostages. Israel's a small country, probably roughly the size of New Jersey. And they have IDF forces absolutely everywhere. Absolutely. Everywhere. So, my thing, I'm not saying this is as fact. I'm just, I'm thinking here. I'm not even sure this is where I'm fully at. It's just something that I'm, I'm considering. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's been conflict in this region forever. And before this happened, Netanyahu was almost on the brink of a civil war. He was, got, got ousted, came back. A lot of conflict going on. They were tipped off, if you want to pull it up, like I said, from, from Egypt, 72 hours before this attack. You did. Right. So between the technology, between having information, I mean, Mossad's all over the place. I think there may have been a stand down order for a set amount of time. Let the atrocities happen as terrible as that may be, because this gives Israel the why. This gives them the reason to do what they've wanted to do forever, which is wipe Gaza and the Palestinians off the face of the face of this earth so they can expand and be more safe in the long run. Now, Iron had this clip is, oh, there it is. We got the little, we got the little headline there. Yeah, this is the headline. Now, the clip won't what, load. Oh, there when it is. I say that to someone who's not as, you're not that, you know, you're not that conspiracy based, but 
Does that sound rational or does that sound like, uh, you know, loony bin talk? Well, I li- <laughs> I really can't speak on this because you told me this yesterday and I was like, shut up. And then this story popped up. So that's why I sent it to you. And I was like, all right, you might be on to something. <laughs> yeah, my, because I'm telling you, they have top notch stuff. Like, if, I don't know. And it does give them the why. And if you look at what's going on today, you know, five, six days later, one of the biggest criticisms um, against uh, the IDF and the response to uh, what's been going on. People are crushing them for shutting off the water. Uh, people are crushing them for shutting off the electricity, uh, which is is fair. Um, although that being said, if you have to rely on another country for all your necessities, maybe don't attack them. That's just, you know, just just a thought. But they've been dropping off pamphlets, giving people notice, giving them evacuation plans, you know, telling them to get out. Uh, and if you look, it's it's a bizarre, strange scene. I'm glad we're not, hopefully, never have to deal with anything like this. Where there's people driving, they got their, you know, their beds, they got their mattresses on top of the thing, people holding on, everything they have, getting the help out of there. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into it and do too consp- conspiratorial base, but all I know is right now they have those 300,000 reserves that they activated. They are planning, once people have a little bit of time to get out of Gaza, they are going to go door to door throughout Gaza and try to cleanse the city and get rid of all the quote unquote bad guys. So, what do you, uh, you think anything is going to happen today in the country? Our country? Uh, I don't think anything that Hamas would have planned is going to happen, but we have so many you know, mental illness, at, you know, circling back to Dylan Mulvaney being the woman of the year. Mental illness is running rampant in this, in this country. <laughs> More so now than ever. So there might just be some lone wolves that get inspired by this and go off and do their own thing. But I do think that there are quote unquote sleeper cells here. I mean, that there's a story from there is New Mexico. 1,000%, 1,000% sleeper cells in this country. It's impossible not, not to have them, especially with the border being the way it is. Right. But that's not the terrorist playbook to tell you what they're going to do than actually do it. it. It might be to, you know, spook you out a little bit and then they move, you know, in the darkness of night and then do it when you're not expecting it, which is kind of the whole point. But. I don't know. I, I'm I'm glad I'm not going to be in a major city today. I'm I'm and, unfortunately going to Boston to visit my parents later, and I can't carry in Massachusetts, but I'm I might I, I might have oh, to imagine imagine you got locked up. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one that get, yeah they're going to arrest me. Yeah, and be that's like, the way that's the way it would go. Yeah, red first, is, first they came for Torto Boy, then they came for you. Yeah. Same level, obviously. Well, who knows? Hey, listen, I'd be uh, be on here more often if that happened. Um, <laughs> but yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Who knows? Let's let's just pray that uh, no matter what side you're on, what side of the aisle you're on, peace is the best thing. Because like what Shattuck said on his show the other day, this is like the sixth time I go over it, but I was blown away by it. The knee jerk reaction he had, which I think a lot of people had, as he said, the power phrase that if any Americans over there are shown executed live on TV, then we have to make the obvious connection to Iran, which would not be hard to make. By any means, no. You make the connection to Iran, and then he said, "This is my favorite part. You send a small, not a big one, a little, little teeny tiny nuclear bomb, and blow up the Palestinians, oh, the Parliament." Well, Tom, I get the sentiment, but something tells me that people like Russia and even Iran themselves would not just, you know, take that line down. They might fire off a big bomb back our way. So you can't do that. But I, I totally, totally get uh, having that knee-jerk reaction. But speaking of Iran. They're, they're obviously a, a big player with all this. You know, Biden released those $6 billion in funds, Idiot. I think, uh, a month ago. And then, speaking of our buddy Trump, play the montage. Because this guy's been right nonstop 
uh, Trumpster has been predicting on true social, which nobody sees. So he's pretty much talking to himself. But play this clip. The Iranian government masks a corrupt dictatorship behind the false to their face of a democracy. <laughs> it has turned a wealthy country with a rich history and culture into an economically depleted rogue state whose chief exports are violence, bloodshed, and chaos. The longest suffering victims of Iran's leaders are, in fact, its own people. Rather than use its resources to improve Iranian lives, its oil profits go to fund Hezbollah and other terrorists that kill innocent Muslims and attack their peaceful Arab and Israeli neighbors. This wealth, which rightly belongs to Iran's people, also goes to shore up Bashar al-Assad's dictatorship, fuel Yemen's civil war, and undermine peace throughout the entire Middle East. We cannot let a murderous regime continue these destabilizing activities while building dangerous missiles, and we cannot abide by an agreement if it provides cover for the eventual construction eventual. of a nuclear program. <laughs> I can't speak either, so. No, you can't. It's fine by me. The Iran deal was one of the worst and most one-sided transactions the United States has ever entered into. Oh, this was Frankly, the period of time when uh, his teeth kept falling out. You can just hear what he's talking. Yeah, you can hear, you can hear chattering a little bit, too. Yeah. Hair looks good, That though. deal looks is great. an embarrassment to the United States, and I don't think you've heard the last of it. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for the entire world to join us in demanding that Iran's government end its pursuit of death and destruction. It is time for the regime to free all Americans and citizens of other nations that they have unjustly detained. And above all, Iran's government must stop supporting terrorists, begin serving its own people, and respect the sovereign rights of its neighbors. The entire world understands that the good people of Iran want change. and. Other than the vast military power of the United States, that Iran's people are what their leaders fear the most. Mm. So, yeah, so there's, there's the Trumps. They're talking uh, trash to Iran right in front of their face. Um, a little different than what we have going on right now. Right now, in times of conflict, Biden is staying wherever the hell he is, you know, calling lids on at, at 1130 and letting Blinken go around the globe and meet with powerful people now. We were just talking about Iran and obviously the direct correlation back to Iran. Uh, this is somehow Blinken tried to put this on Trump and he's saying, oh, that was the, my favorite liberal spin as soon as it all happened. Because obviously he has the terrible Afghanistan withdrawal still, you know, still on his, on his record. Now he has, you know, Russia is about to take over, not take literally take over, but they're killing Ukrainians left and right. That's a disaster. Now he has a third issue like this popping up. So, so how are they going to spin this back to Trump? I didn't know how they would do it. Well, within 12 hours, they found a way. They said, hey, you remember those leaked documents found at Mar-a-Lago? You know, one of the 17,000 things that we tried to get him in trouble for. Go back to that one. That's what caused this. And they started running with it. It didn't really pick up steam because it was so, so silly. 
But what actually does have a direct correlation back to Iran and what the collusion going on with our current administration? Can you play a, a clip that no one knows who this guy is, but can you play the Robert Malley clip? Sure can. Most prominent groups, although the Sadrists in Iraq, also fall in that category. It's a mistake to only think of them in terms of their uh, terrorist violence dimension. Their social political movements, probably the most rooted movements in their respective societies. Hamas, not a majority among Palestinians by any means, but very deeply rooted. It's been, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it was born in the first uh, Palestinian Intifada in the, in the 1980s. It has deep loyalty. It has, it has a charity organization, a social branch. It's not something you can defeat militarily either, and people need to understand that. There's so much misinformation about them. I mean, I, 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 I speak to them, my, and my colleagues speak to them. Now, we may disagree with them, but they have their own rationality. That's one thing to understand. These are not, none of them are crazies. They may do things that we consider to, to belong to a different realm of rationality, but within their own system, it's often very logical. If Hamas is not allowed to govern, if we squeeze them, and you know, you may have good reason for doing that, but if you do that, we'll tell you what the reaction will be. Rockets, no doubt. And consolidation of Hamas's power in Gaza. Both things have happened. So that gentleman right there uh, was appointed by the Biden administration um, to have a special relationship and kind of handle uh, Iran. Well, a couple years into it, turns out that now he's now he's now on administrative leave because him and another woman who is still getting paid and still working um, were pretty much moles for the Iranians, feeding them classified info uh, and all this stuff. You won't see it on the news. That's why there's not that wasn't a great clip, but there's not many clips out there kind of getting into it. So I think this will be something that really starts to uh, come out and you'll see a direct link here. Um, so yeah, so we did have direct roles and, and rats feeding the Iranian stuff, but it's not the orange man. It was never the orange man. Orange man gets up there and roasts them in front of their face. Whereas the dark channels and back channels, these people that buy into points um, are actually doing the dirty work that they include, you know, accuse Trump of doing so. All right, we got one or two more things to get into. I just sent you a clip that I thought was funny. Um, of Stephen A. going after Whitlock. But first, I, I got to get my uh, Shea hat. So let's get into uh, our buddies over there at Shea. Uh, as, 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 excuse me. as you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right. So last night, if you want to know sports gambling, we do these Thursday picks. How'd that go for you last night? That's what I'm saying. Every point matters. I felt sharp. I felt brilliant. The spread last night. No, 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 no. no, 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 Wait, 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 wait. 
not only did you feel sharp, you you played God. You played the God hand, and that didn't go well. Well, I was looking at the analytics. The, 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 the trends really weren't leading me either way. And I was just thinking, I, I got my own brain here. I said, Taylor Swift, obviously, if you watch the game, you might have saw more Taylor Swift than you did actual football. Mm-hmm. You definitely saw more Taylor Swift than you saw good football. That game was horrific. Bad. But Taylor passion. Swift, she's kind of, how did she get to the point of power? Where is she at? She's not that. Good looking. She's not that. She has bangers, but I think she was she kind of a bangers. Point that she's this, this, she's not ugly though. You you always harp on that. She's average. Above she's average. average. She's above average. I find myself walking around looking at people like she's better looking Taylor Swift. She's better looking to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is is not all that. I I, I agree, but she's she's built like Dylan Mulvaney. All right, all right. Come on. <laughs> who who has more Woman of the Year? Who? That, all right, that's fair. Wait, she she might have she might have won a couple of those. I'll look. She probably probably was like three or four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the way I spun it in my brain because I think I don't know. I'm a little skeeved out by her success and why why she was chosen to uh, kind of lead that message. And now she's dating Pfizer boy and whatnot. So I said, you know what? If there's a little dark energy behind these two, you know who doesn't have dark energy behind them? Um, the man of God, Russell Wilson, the chosen one. So Mr. real quick, Unlimited. real quick in the uh, Taylor Swift versus Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, Taylor Swift has two Woman of the Year awards and Woman of the Decade, oh. so kicks the shit out of us. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. but she doesn't have a penis, so Dylan, Dylan's Dylan got, got her there. So yeah. give, give the edge to the guy with the it's, uh It's going to be a, it's a man's game. <laughs> it, is, it is now. Welcome yeah. to 2023. Welcome yeah. to pro, you know, progressivism. Right. But I was wrong on that. God didn't help out last night. God helped me lose by half a point. So that's how crucial all these points are in this game. If you don't know anything about points betting, 10 and a half, Seems like all right. Who? It's really not going to come down to half a point. It did. It Craig did. was right. Jerry was right. Yep. I missed by half a point. That game was horrific. The most interesting, compelling part of that game that people remember a month, two months from now, is this weird spat between Jerry Judy and Stephen A. Smith. Uh, uh, no, sorry, Steve Smith, the old receiver. We're getting Stephen A. Smith. Steve Smith, the old Carolina Panther great, and Jerry Judy. Yeah, play uh, play the, the first part. Before you play it, actually, the context behind this, skip I think ahead he a little. briefly mentions it. There is such a small gap now between these former athletes because everyone has a podcast, and all these professional athletes, they have rabbit ears. They hear everything. So play the clip. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say. So, yeah, on his podcast, he trashed him. He's been trashing him for quite some time. Yeah. And he went to he went to apologize before this. If people aren't following, his response, Mike Rob and Bucky was ninja. Look how uncomfortable the white guy. Yes, gets I'm now. using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gets mess it. with you. And it was a it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right. And then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you, I will say no. Don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism for from people who watch specifically can he be a wide receiver he could be a wide receiver he's a tier three go back into the studio i'm done now thank you (laughs) so that's that's a fantastic clip um and 
it got even better. Like maybe this morning, the first time I saw the clip. Uh, after that, after all this little shenanigans go on, do we have the clip of Judy? Yeah, I don't behind know. them. I don't know how he uh, heard about it this quickly, which is nuts. He must have somebody in the locker room listening, feeding him. Who knows? Yeah. This is for the uh, the people watching along, but. Jerry Judy starts taunting him and dancing in the background. <laughs> the white guy's just totally awkward the whole time. Oh my God, he cannot be more awkward. <laughs> That's a great little interaction. Um, and I kind of like where we're at now with how how the crossover between these, you know, sport announcers and these athletes are. There's so much uh, back and forth. And I think it's great for the sport. I, I, I love Kevin Durant and how he has all these burner accounts and is so sensitive. But uh, Jerry Judy, by the way. He admits it, though. Yeah, because he got caught. I don't think he would If his, you know, burners went well, I don't well, think he admits it. If you look at Mitt Romney with Pierre Delecto, he denied the crap out of that. Mitt, Mitt Romney had a burner? You don't remember that? No. His, his what was bur- the name of the burner? Pierre Delecto. How the hell do you come across the name for your burners? Pierre Delecto. I don't know. He's Mormon, dude. It could do anything. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a strange man, but I love it. Um, the next one, I was I was watching this, and I was like, I don't want to trash. I kind of like Whitlock. Does Whitlock come on with you guys? Uh, I think he might have been on before I joined. Okay, yeah, or, Whitlock, he's kind of, you know, always out kick. He kind of floats around. But Stephen A. Smith, not the other Stephen Smith that I botched before. Stephen A. Smith had some choice words for him, if you want to pull this sucker up. And there's a lot of people out there that want me to address other names. There's one particular person who will remain nameless. And I will not deny it. I think he's a fat, no good bastard who I despise to the core. That is not Marcellus Wiley I'm talking about. It ain't hard to figure out who the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm where I'm at. That particular individual is where he's at. And I'll leave it at that. And no, I'm not talking about Marcellus Wiley again. No, I'm not talking about my former colleague on first take. No, I'm not talking about them. They ain't fat bastards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a good clip. It makes it makes me laugh. Where Stephen A. Smith is doing this, I'm not exactly sure. I know Stephen A. Smith is getting paid a lot of money. I don't really see him anywhere anymore. No, I feel like he's not even on his own show. Shannon Sharp's kind of taken over. Yeah, Shannon's been a rising star. But two things before we uh, get out of here, uh, I wanted to get to you know we got to some sports and politics. No revenge, you know. I know it's kind of the theme of the show. We haven't uh, done so two out of three. We haven't done revenge two in quite some time. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. The revenge has been on the uh, been on the gauntlet for a while now. So yeah. eventually, maybe we'll get back to uh, to the revenge. But I want to get out of here with two things. I have to bring it up. Life, and I know most people listening to this are Patriot fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you guys are dealing with something that you haven't really dealt with in a really long time. If you're if you were a Patriots age, fan, if you were if you were a Patriots fan before Brady, except for 1996, you you know you're just back to where we used to be. If not worse, so, because because we had Drew worse. Bledsoe, because and he like Jerry said the other day, he was two good years away from the Hall of Fame, probably. Yeah, actually, I agree with that. Mo, before Mo Lewis took his life, mm-hmm. so 
Thank you for Where that. Where do we, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, you're, you're welcome, naturally. Where, what's the move here? Do you just embrace the suck? Or what I would do if I were you, even if I wasn't a huge hockey fan, I'm, I'm all in on the Bruins and the Celtics and I pretend like football does not exist. Well, what's the move here? I'm, uh, I'm at the casually watch football for the rest of the year because um, it's pointless. Hope they lose every game because if they don't, if they don't bounce back in the next year or two, um, it's going to be like a real problem because before people would come here for almost nothing to play. And that's why we kind of always just kept working and they would kind of just spend money on the old line. That was always good. The receivers weren't, but Brady is that good that he can make a towel boy, you know, um, correct. Pretty good. But, uh, I'm, I'm at embrace the suck. Let's get somebody. Are you, are you switching to uh, the Celtics or the the Bruins? Celt- and, uh, the um, from uh, both, but I I I I've been real big into the NBA because I've been making a lot yeah, of money the last two years gambling. on the NBA. So what's the next? Give me the, an in order here. Mm-hmm. What are the the teams that are going to win the next championship for Boston? Oh, it's the city of champions because I haven't had a duck boat parade in a, in a while, which is beautiful for me. The Celtics for sure. Celtics Bruins. Bruins are screwed. Their chance was last year, and they friggin' best regular season ever, first round exit. And then everyone retired and left, and all that stuff. And all the good players that we had, we either traded or they signed elsewhere. The Celtics, they're all in, so it's going to be them. Yeah, Celtics. Celtics are by far your best bet. Uh, so we got one more thing. If you guys want to comment in here, take any listener questions as uh, egregious or ridiculous as they may be. Where is so Jerry? I can't ask Jerry right now, but I know you're a little more on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at right now with the Republican nomination? Is it 100% Trump? Do we still have a little hope for uh, that little weirdo DeSantis? Where are we at? DeSantis is maybe the worst candidate I've ever seen in my entire life. Thank you. Um, He's terrible. I like everything he does, but I want him to do it off camera quietly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's actually hurting. His political future, like I don't think Correct. it's like at the point anymore. Like, all right, if it's Trump this this time, it's going to be the Sanders next. The only the weird smile, yeah, kind of going after Trump right now. The smile is weird. The only way that he would possibly save his his career, <laughs> I think, as it's going that poorly, is if he was mm-hmm. Trump's VP. Yeah, he would have. And he, I don't think Trump will do it though. I think Trump's. I don't think. Where- I don't think he can, he legally can because I think there's something about the same state. Oh yeah, you're you're actually you're 100 right. Good, look at you, Ironhead. Yeah. No, and everything. Do we have any uh, comments here? Good or bad? Um, the Santa smile is the creepiest thing. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> um, uh, what do we got? I don't get why this country celebrates mental illness like it's an accomplishment. What the f happened to us? That's a great question. Uh, I would say I would say that obviously started with the. Uh, Trophy. Everyone gets a trophy. Mm-hmm. That's where that was. The, that was the root of all this. That was That's, back. Uh, like, that was this. back. Like when we were in like high school. That's when that one started. Maybe a little before. It was like everyone gets a trophy, and I, I, I never enjoyed that. Um, yeah, but we, we do have we do have uh, one more clip that we have to play because it's usually mine and Jerry's favorite. Thing oh, to the, do. the Fetter. Yeah, the the Fetterman. Yeah. Then we'll get out of here on the on the Fetterman on late night. Uh, <laughs> trying to make it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, what? Oh my God! Look, just look at him. I know he's trying to make a, a joke here, and it's just bad. It's funny. It is funny. You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest, you know, to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes you literally just can't believe, like you know, these people are making the decisions that are, you know, 
determining the, the government here. It's, it's, it's actually scary. I don't get why he said that. I think, is that him being in on the joke a little bit and kind of mocking Republicans like us, knowing so, that we'd play this and I gotta, drive it up? I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Ever since he's kind of resurfaced, he's made me laugh legitimately a few times. The, the way the one clip you played, ooh, that, that is an all-time. Oh, no, 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 not that. That was that was back to, like, I'm trying to get elected, Fetterman, which was the worst. But when uh, yeah. he, he, there was a lot of stuff going on. There was definitely a body double. I don't care what he says. Oh, um, there, there was three. There, there might have been cut three, three total Fettermans. There were well, different head shapes, the goatee. You know. this, this is the real Fetterman, this one. But um, if you go look at the pictures, they're all completely different people. Some still had the neck thing that had like a, its own pulse. And then, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that, that whole thing. Say that. But the, the video he did when he was like, I don't understand why people think there's like two of me. And then he like superimposed yeah. himself walking in, in a different yeah. outfit, which was pretty funny. The strangest clip. Um, and I guess Jerry would know the context to it. I don't know the context to it. Um, I think it's when he was running. And it's, I think it's with a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I guess it's a throwback to maybe like an old commercial or or something. If you don't have it, don't don't worry about it. But it's him in the hallway with some kid. It's, it's oh, so weird. I mean, give me a second. I'll find that. Yeah. That's we'll, we'll, we'll finish on. We'll, we're dragging this thing to 42 minutes either either way. So uh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there it was, eventually. It was a Fetterman Mean Joe Green friggin'. Uh, yes. So uh, that one, spin. I remember seeing it. I was so confused, and someone gave the context, which made it make a little more sense. But this, no, there's still, there's no there's no context that this makes any sense or isn't weird as hell. And like he just looks like a creepy, weird pedophile that just had a stroke in a hallway. Um, yeah, no, can't, I get can't see either. Huh? By the way, this is the most you've ever spoken on a Jerry Callahan show by by Country Miles. So that's not true. I just don't talk <laughs> if. if Dude, on weeks like this, when when stuff's going on and Jerry's fired up, good luck getting a word in. Yeah. But uh, here's here's this. I do want to say, this, anyone that's just listening, this video starts with him walking from a corner in a hallway, not even a doorway or anything, <laughs> and he's limping for some reason. <laughs> Mr. Fetterman. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. You need any help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You're running for Senate? Sure. Sure. Where's your suit and your flag pin and your hair? Oh, hey, kid. I just want you to know I'd vote for you. Hey, thanks, kid. You want a drink? Nah, no. Really? You can have it. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. This guy won. He beat Dr. Oz. This guy beat Dr. Mehmet Oz. What a world. Hey, kid. Wow. Thanks, Mayor John. Oh. <laughs> three, three years ago, John was putting a, pointing a shotgun at a little child who looked just like him. So, uh, What's a good jag on, good on Fred, Oh, jeez. Um, Trump is a jag I'll, I'll tell you when not, you're older. I do not remember that ending. Jeez, I, I didn't actually either. I would have stopped, what, the, what I would have stopped the video. <laughs> yeah, my, my goodness, but... 
as that'll that'll conclude today's Jerry Callahan show. Uh, thanks for having us. Hopefully, uh, this gets posted. I had a good time. Um, I've been up since three o'clock, by the way. I know. Battling. You messaged me either, real real early. I was surprised. <laughs> either a cold or COVID. I'm due for it. But listen, you power through. That's that's what we do here. So, everybody have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. God save the queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.